Welcome back to the Querida Mari podcast. I am Maria. Um, if this is your first time listening to me, thank you and welcome. If this is if you're watching me via YouTube, welcome uh, to this channel. Today I want to talk to you about how our bodies remember trauma. I think it was like two weeks ago we talked about um, the responses, the hippocampus, the amygdala, and our central nervous system. I don't want to go too into detail because this is not a class. There's really no need for you to know the names of, and parts of the, um, the brain. There are some parts that that is helpful to learn because you're going to hear it, especially if you, um, if you go to therapy, your therapist might mentioned the limbic system depending on what you go to therapy for so um so what is trauma right trauma is an event there's a dangerous event or even a perceived danger so the body doesn't know the difference the body doesn't know if the if they if it's actually experiencing the trauma right now at this moment or if it would or if if it experienced it years ago or if it's going to experience it again so one of the things that i'm going to talk with you about today is um triggers and if you want to grab a pen and paper and jot down some notes as i speak or if you want to um try to just get to know yourself one of the one of the best parts of healing is knowing why you are responding the way that you are responding to the situation that you are being presented with. And so it creates more compassion and it creates more space for you to heal because there's always this rush, right? There's rush to heal, rush to, to do everything. We, we rush everything, even healing. And this is something that we can't control. We can't control how um, how we heal, how long it takes, and all these things. From a therapy, from a therapist standpoint, I am in the one of the lucky few. I, I, I think because I am a therapist and I know what the body does, it I can understand it, but it doesn't make it any easier. You know what I mean? I still have to go through the bullshit and the mud that we all have to go through because I have a body just like you. So one of the things too that I try to is to make these videos really short and sweet and these podcasts short but for some reason it's just more information and more information comes out so the danger and you know trauma is danger or perceived danger that causes an overstimulation of your central nervous system specifically the limbic system and overstimulation causes your prefrontal cortex which is right here um, to shut down, making it very difficult for people to learn while they're in a state of trauma. Now, here's the thing. There could be a child that can be traumatized at home, actually being traumatized at, at home, whether, you know, they're witnessing, um, they're witnessing sexual abuse or they're witnessing um, parents fighting or outside of the home they're witness you know they can hear gunshots or whatever wherever you are or on the other end you can have a child 
that goes home and parents aren't there. They might be there physically, but they're not there, you know, um, emotionally. They may have parents that says, here's $25, go get yourself something just to get rid of them. That is not a physical trauma, but that is an emotional trauma. So trauma comes dressed up in many different outfits, in many different, in many different uh, scenarios as well in socioeconomics. It does not, trauma does not say, hey, I, I'm not gonna go there because you have $10 million. Mm -mm, it doesn't do that. You have a body, you're experiencing trauma. You live on earth, there's chances are you're gonna be experiencing some sort of trauma. So add ADD, let's say you have a child that has ADD and ADHD, that will make it even harder for the child to learn because not only does the child already has a, um, a challenge, you know, attention deficit, bring in trauma into the mix or perceived trauma that might be happening, that might happen um, in the future, increases anxiety and their, you know, the ADD, becomes even you know worse so they can also um the child can also be they can seem to not be interested but in the reality of things it's just that the child is just trying to survive the body is in survival mode 24 7 just like a soldier is at war you know so even though the soldier may be not actively combat the fact that they're over there away from the family things that could potentially happen. Just that knowing that things can potentially happen is a trauma response, is a being in trauma um, in survival mode. So because of that, if the child has challenges of ADD, overstimulated prefrontal cortex goes offline, the learning process isn't gonna be there. As some someone, a child in a very safe environment learning has ADD, has you know medication on board and is can learn from what you know from their environment so remember perceived threats dangers overstimulation of of the body of the limbic system the central nervous system will um shut down the learning as well so you're not going the child is not going to learn as much it doesn't even have to be a child let's talk about a adult right so let's say you are an adult, you are in a work environment, you're at work, people aren't, aren't nice, you hate going to work, you're not doing, um, you're not doing, let's say a teacher. The teacher goes to school to become a teacher, but they go to school and it's all about testing, it's not really not about teaching, and it's the child isn't, you know, they're, they're not doing the work that they went to school for, so they're just, I don't like this, this is not, so they're offline, right? The child isn't learning either, the, the teacher is not really there. Um, they're not in survival mode, like there's a trauma, but um, there's, there may be a, um, you know, the teacher herself or himself, they're not in um, survival mode, but they're just waiting to, to just retire, you know? So also an emotional and body memories, right? So we talked about how the body remembers the hippocampus. Um, that's where the body stores or the brain stores memories. So the amygdala is also responsible for the survival, you know, feeling the survival threat. 
So even though you may not remember or there's no recollection of the incident that happened, um, but you might have fragments of it. So there's um, the narrative isn't going to be linear. You know, it's not going to be like, okay, this happened, then that's it. That It might jump, okay? So, and then dates might jump, all of these things. So every time you're startled, right? So this is how the body, you know, the your brain res, uh, remembers trauma. So every time you're startled or you feel anxious or you, and you don't know why, that might be a trauma response. Your body is emotionally and physically remembering something, but you're cognitively can't remember. You can feel it. You can sense it. Your body's responding to it, right? And you're like, what the fuck is happening? You know, because it's not here. It may be in your body. So those are, it's somatic, somatic um, recall. And it's also, that's why there's a lot of um, research being done with the vagus nerve and the vagus healing, you know, because it's the largest nerve in your body. So when you feel your jaw clenching, that could be a sense, you know, that your body is remembering. And also not having the story that follows um, what your body is experiencing can, you know, can be very confusing, destabilizing, and also it can also be, um, you might feel like Craig, like Craig, Craig, you know, like crazy a little bit. And I just want you to know, I just want to hopefully normalize your healing response and your, and your healing process. And also normalize that when you are being exposed to trauma, whether someone is yelling at you, belittling you, devaluing you, not validating you, um, all of these things, all of that is trauma. Course of control, that's all of that is, is all of that is trauma. And you're surviving all of that. So you may not remember what the person is telling you, mom, dad, you know, house, a spouse or boss or whoever it is, friendship, whatever, you may not remember what they're saying, like my, like Maya Angelou says, but you remember how they made you feel. And that is, you know, like, ask your, ask your intuition, you know, like, did this really happen? Listen to your body. Your body is going to tell you, you know, something happened. Your body is going to say something happened. I don't know what happened, but something happened. Ask your brain. Your brain is like, I don't know what the fuck happened. You know, like, ask your body. Like, your body knows. So, that's a little weird. <laughs> just that, but it's true. That's the that's the uh, that's a communication that's happening between your mind body, right? Don't forget the soul because the soul is comes in to um, help you heal. So um, you may not have the words like I I'm, I have looking at my notes. You may not have the words nor the pictures of the traumatic event. But you, you, that can make you feel um, even more confused because you sort of see it, but you really don't. Um, and then, like I mentioned in the previous video, if you have to go to court for whatever reason or retell the story for whatever reason, you may feel like you're making it up because you don't have the whole story, right? You're not going to um, recognize it, the triggers, you may not recognize it. So if you look at your, you know, if you if you're watching me and not listening to me, but the forehead, that's where the frontal, the prefrontal cortex 
is and that's where the thinking brain is that's where the narrative of the story um happened and so this is not where the emotions are the emotions are not in the prefrontal cortex so you may have the me the memories you may have the story but you may not have the emotions attached to it right so i see this in therapy as well in my practice where someone is you know is telling me the story um, but they're telling the story without any affect right so the prefrontal cortex and the emotional part of the body is not talking right and that's okay that's you know trauma does that and then in 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 time it all starts to tell the story together in unison right wholeness and that's what healing is about is becoming whole with your mind body and your soul and so the middle part right like your the middle part of your brain um that's where the brain remembers your memories in many different ways so it can remember your memories in sensing like senses like the sounds visuals flashbacks emotional flashbacks because the flashbacks are not just pictures you can have an emotional flashback where you could just uh, sound and then the emotion comes up um it can be the other way you can have a, a feeling and not realize why am i feeling anxious totally okay everything seems fine but the body is responding in some way and instead of being angry or getting angry at yourself for the body responding and not knowing let it respond you know just put your hand in your heart and say listen girlfriend i got you talk to your little girl we all have an inner child and you know i i can't take care of you right now i'm at work but when i get home we're gonna go for a walk you can talk to your little girl that way that creates healing okay and so um in your physical body as well your movements um when you get when you jolt um when you quiver these all of these triggers when you don't have anything to place these emotional um, responses to when there's nothing they're like, oh yeah i'm quivering because it's cold outside of course i'm gonna quit no when there is nothing that you can say okay i'm quivering because blah 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 and you don't have the blah 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 then that might be a traumatic response of whatever and let it let it happen just comes emotions come and emotions will go okay it's not it's just let it come in and you know bienvenido seas welcome it you know vaya con dios right go with god so and then your brainstem which is back here which is where your amygdala is that's where it's like your survival center with your heart rate's gonna go up your um pupils are gonna dilate um your breathing is gonna get faster and deeper so just know that you know as you as we remember trauma trauma isn't remembered the same way that happy events are remembered so like if you're gonna go to a wedding or you go to a birthday party or you go to a concert when you're remembering your concert you may not remember your the concert from beginning to end but the body and your mind is going to remember that concert of the most amazing time that you've had it's not going to remember it the same that it remembers a sexual assault 
or a car accident or um, surviving, you know, a really catastrophic event isn't good. Your body's not, it remembers these two things very differently. Unfortunately, people think that we remember the same. And so, well, I remember, well, why come that person doesn't, you know, like, shut the fuck up. Like, people that are, trauma is very tricky. And trauma has, I mean, we are like in the beginnings of researching this trauma stuff. Somatic sensing, vagus nerve, all of these things that are coming out right now. It's been around for a while. We've always had a vagus nerve, right? It's not like, oh my God, we just got one. No, it's always been there. And it's always, what we've always done is we've always taken our hands and loved ourselves. That has been innate for millions and millions of years since humankind. We're constantly, you know, like massaging ourselves or rubbing ourselves. We know, our bodies know how to heal. So let's let our bodies heal. Let's let our bodies, like, lead us in the healing process. It will never stray you wrong. Your body will always stray you where you need to be. So one of the things is um, take out your little notebook and your pen and um, find out, these are, these are prompts for you. These are like things that you can check. So for your healing process, you can add this, take it this to your therapist if you want to. So are you shaking? Like when you go into meditation, like when you're calm, the body will respond when it's in a calm state, when it feels safe. If your body doesn't feel safe to feel, it's not going to feel. It's going to hold on to all of that energy and wait until it's safe enough to let, let go. Okay? So when you're in meditation, are you shaking? Are you nervous? Do, are you getting anxious? Um, also, like in your day-to-day, -day, um, do you sometimes feel like you want to collapse? That's a sign that you might be perceiving in your you know trauma or you might be perceiving some sort of danger or you are in danger you are in you know in survival mode if you feel like your feet won't move you know it that is one of the strangest feelings i've i've felt that before um your breathing gets deeper your breathing gets faster and also some people have said um that they feel like they're possessed, they don't feel the same. Suicidal thoughts, you know, um, addictions, all of these are ways that your body remembers the trauma. Self-harm, you know, a lot of people run, like they run all the time and they run, run, run. And some of them, it's not because, you know, the, they're. I'm not saying that all runners have suffered trauma, but a lot of runners do like have suffered trauma because and that is how they let it go and if they stop they just don't feel comfortable um with just walking it's, it's just like they have to do the running clenching of the teeth this is how trauma sometimes comes out like you clench self-hatred hatred for others this is um this fawning response this sense of needing to please other people and always doing, like overdoing for other people, that is a fun response. That that expression comes from 
a place where um, it wasn't safe to be authentic and you want to be liked really bad because if you're liked, then you're safe. And that's where authenticity lies, right? If you feel that you can't be yourself and you have to be this persona so that the other person can like you, that is a fawn response and that is one of the, you know, the fight or flight or fawn or, or freeze response. Also, another another way that trauma can present itself, um, you know, remember, is an over-exaggerated um, response to a stimuli that doesn't require an over-stimulated response. Like, I'll share, like the door, right? Like, sometimes when I, when I walk out of the garage and you open and you can't see who the other person, my screen is beyond, right? beyond like oh my god some so it's i laugh and the other person gets scared too because i just fucking screamed but sometimes they scream too but their scream is lower than mine and so as i open the door and it's like oh my god you get startled some people just get startled some people scream some people's like oh you know it all depends sometimes my response is really over the top and that's okay i don't care if I scream, I don't care. If the other person screams, I don't care either. If we get scared, there's this one guy that is my neighbor and we've done this to each other several times and it's just a freaking joke now because we both scream now. Because I don't know if he's scaring me or I'm scaring him, but whatever it is, it's a response, right? It's a natural response. You open the door, you're not expecting somebody to be standing there and you're like, you get scared, so fuck it. It is what it is. Um, so that is also um, the action to an, an overwhelming an exaggerated um, response to that. Another way is an exaggerated emotion. Like um, somebody tells you a story and you're sobbing. And you're like, why in the world am I sobbing for this little tiny, you know what I mean? So it's a perception. Or you're laughing. There's something, um, I've seen plenty of people that laugh in the midst of a disaster because it's what the body is doing at that moment. And once again, I've gone over my 20 minute mark. Um, I hope you've made it this far. I hope this video and podcast has been useful to you and that you've been able to use this with your healing um, journey and your healing process. So have a beautiful weekend and I'll see you next week. And if I don't see you next week, I'll see you the week after because um, I am living my life and I hope that you're living your life too. Many blessings to you and take good care.